Alright, Dad, you ready? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, wow, it's been a minute. So, welcome back to um, a, uh, the Blue Room podcast. Got the name of your show? Yeah. I don't even know anymore. It's been a while. Um, but, yeah. Um, wow, since like November? I feel like the last episode no, was like the Dune. October, man. No, it was. No. Okay, I'll give it. No, it was definitely November because oh, yeah, we watched yeah. Dune and everything and talked about stuff. Yeah, so. Early November. Oh, boy, yeah. But hey, you know, we're back here to, you know, spreading some holiday cheer the day <laughs> after Christmas. But hey, you know, that's better late than ever, right? It's still. Your, your Christmas tree's still up. I feel like so between now and uh, uh, New Year's Eve. Or even New Year's, you can celebrate Christmas, whatever. Um, but yeah, so standing in for um, Gilton this week is um, well, a friend of the show, Michael Evans. Cozy's dad. dad. Yeah, I, I just said that. Thank I'm you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's um, but yeah, it's been pretty hectic, you know. Um, Gilton's out in Rockford, uh, just busy with work and so that whole commute and being tight on money at the moment i've had a couple things going on here grad school stuff mm-hmm. uh you know uh sent out a lot of letters got a potential interview for one great so that's pretty cool good news yeah, keep you posted you on down that. for a bit also oh yeah uh we were gonna record i think thanksgiving day go out to um where we were having it, and uh, me and Gilton were going to record, but I had a cold at the time. Definitely not COVID. It was just a cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but did get a chance to stay in and watch a lot of um, <laughs> Scottish detective shows. Mainly, well, mainly Shetland, which if you haven't seen it, they just wrapped up their sixth season. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, uh, check it out. Or PBS. Oh, yeah, uh, PBS. Yeah. I think, mo- yeah. I think since a lot of people have Prime, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. PBS Passport, yeah, that's for yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I mean, either one of those. Um, started the first season. It is a cre. It is a great uh, show. Uh, the writing is great. The, the setting is amazing because it takes place in this um, really small. T- well, I guess island really. What's well, a town? Yeah, this no, is Scot- yeah, in Scotland. Yeah, yeah it's the it's called Shetland, yeah. which is the island in Scotland. It's kind okay. of okay. Um, it's a bit of like it's I guess the closest part to Norway as well. Oh really? Well, I mean that comes up in one of the seasons. Oh. Spoiler. I mean I, I was not aware of that. Yeah, I mean because there's I think one of the, in the first season there's a um, it, there's like a parade with Vikings and stuff. Oh okay. yeah, uh, Douglas Henshaw is the lead. He plays the uh, detective. Um, Perez, o- I think. Yeah. yeah, Detective Perez. You have Allison O'Donnell who plays another detective. Stephen Robertson, uh, Mark Bonner. Who's been in a couple other shows, PBS things, yeah, yeah, British, uh, Unforgotten, Unforgotten, or, yes, that was that's uh, another great uh, <laughs> crime show. Guilty, uh, been as, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it's it's um, it's pretty cool. And so they just wrapped up the sixth season like a couple weeks ago, actually. Okay. It left off on a kind of a cliffhanger. So hmm. looking forward to that. That's one I have to catch up on. I've seen. Bits and pieces of episodes over the years, but I uh, haven't really followed it. So uh, I will take your suggestion yeah. to heart, young man, and try to catch up 
starting with season one. Maybe yeah. I'll get the DVDs out of the Evanston Library or something. Uh, that's another or even, thing. Yeah, yeah, go to Prime. Or the library. Hey, yeah. you know, we still, that's another thing. Uh, if you don't want to pay for all these subscription sites, which, God, they add up, check out your local library. We still do that you know, oh, all yeah. the time. They have them all. You can just binge there and watch them all. You already <laughs> pay for it because of your taxes. So <laughs> just take advantage of it, you know. Um, what else? I mean, a lot of stuff has come out between, I think, now and then. Some stuff is, I haven't seen a lot. There's a lot of things I still want to. Did see the new West Side Story. You did see that, yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite movies yeah. as a kid. Uh, I used to, like I said, my brother Anthony and I used to bug our cousins by singing the soundtrack uh, album because I think we were more familiar. We hadn't seen the movie, but we, some, I think I might have ordered uh, the album from Columbia Records when they used to let you buy like send in one cent and get a whole bunch of albums at the time and we had the album that way so and we just loved the songs from it even though Anthony might have seen it I don't know but uh, yeah I didn't catch it till some years later but yeah we used to just sing go through that whole soundtrack the movie soundtrack because the movie soundtrack is a little bit different from the actual stage show soundtrack it was um it was a movie before it was a stage, or it was a stage. It was a stage show initially. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean definitely. I think the music is is always one of the best. Parts yeah, about Bernstein, Sondheim. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean watching. It was interesting watching it. The the new one, obviously. I've seen the original one. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's it's good. It's weird because. It does, it's not really a necessary remake, mm -hmm. but it was pretty. Is any remake necessary? No, I mean, it depends. If yeah, you add I, a new I, spin on something, okay. I guess you know it, it depends. I think on the type um, of movie. Movie, because sometimes it can be a remake that adds completely different things and still pretty good. But, um, but yeah, this is um, this one was a good. I mean, it. I, I feel like the uh, the Spanish was a lot better. There's a lot of things where there's not. No sure, I got you. Yeah. Um, the songs are obviously great still, mm -hmm. and the music was amazing. Uh, Ansel Elgort, Elgort, yeah, guy from um, if well, Baby Driver, Baby Driver, and before that, I think The Fault in Our Stars is where something like people that, knew yeah. that. But yeah, uh, he plays uh, Tony, uh, Ra Rachel uh, Zegler, uh, Maria, and yeah, it's um. A lot of the cast is also like pretty music. Like I think they are into. They Rita Moreno makes a return appearance. Yeah, <laughs> as uh, this Valentina. time she's Doc's yeah widow. Valentina. So yeah, it was cool, you know. Um, and yeah, the choreography was great. So was, okay. Um, it but I feel like also at the same time you can watch the original one. Yeah. And yeah, the you know there's a lot of Puerto Rican uh, actors as mm -hmm. always. Thank thank you. So we have a new. Um, Direct, uh, director, I guess, and producer of the producer. show, my mom, yeah. who's, uh, if you hear her banging in the back, that will mean that uh, she's not really happy with the way things are going. So uh, we'll try to make her happy so we don't uh, get <laughs> uh, hurt here. But yeah, I mean, and I think that's, there's a couple other things I feel like I've seen, but I can't, well, not in theaters, really. Um, I mean, you saw... This was just, in, I mean, it, in, it ended a couple weeks ago, obviously, um, but Black Harvest. 
Oh, the Black Harvest Film Fest. Yeah, well, I think I talked about most of the films. I saw, I saw the, you know, last time we were going, I saw the Baraka film and the Attica film. Since then, I think at the point, that point in time, I was going to see Chameleon Street on the big screen for like the fourth time, and uh, which I love seeing again. And uh, the last film I saw there was a documentary about... Uh, Raymond Lewis, who was a kind of basketball legend in L.A., who um, did not go on to the pros. He, you know, he's a great basketball player. It's, it was an interesting movie. Uh, you know, uh, I, I they kind of say he paved the way for today's modern player, but the documentary didn't make <laughs> a solid case of that. So uh, it's it it nonetheless an interesting film if you like basketball. All right, nice, nice. And I just recently at the film center saw this film that will be showing up on, I think it's already on uh, Apple TV or something like Swan Song with Marshala Ali and Naomi Harris, kind of a sci-fi film about this man who is uh, dying from an unnamed cancer. He's getting seizures and everything. And this clinic that he's going to offers him the chance to be replaced by... They they create a replacement for you, exact a duplicate, which they embedded with your memories and everything else, and um, so he's having a hard time deciding whether to do this or not. Even when he makes that decision, he's still conflicted about how far should he go with this. I mean, he has a certain amount of time before the duplicate no longer realizes it's a duplicate where it has full control of it. You know, it's just him now with the family. So it's, you know, he's he's conflicted about that. It's, it's an interesting movie. Very uh, sleekly futuristic, I should say, yeah. Mm. Interesting movie. Naomi Harrison, Marshall Ali give very great performance. Glenn Close is in there as the doctor, of course. She's, so she's also good. Nice. I liked it. Cool. I mean, it definitely sounds like an interesting thing. We don't have Apple uh, movies, so what the, I guess wait for it to come out on DVD. Yeah, it'll probably, it'll definitely, you know, or, well, hope maybe. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you the never way know things, nowadays. A lot of yeah. things just I guess stay just, on streaming yeah. platforms. Yeah. I guess you can, I guess, rent the digital. Yeah, sure. Probably, on, yeah. Uh, yeah. Swan song. Cool. Definitely add it to my uh, list to check out. And ah, well, obviously we've seen a couple of new films. Yeah, we saw Spider Man. Spider Man: No Way Home. Yeah, um, probably the most hyped movie I've ever seen. Just online. Yeah, it's uh, it's very uh, wow, it's made gangbusters of money. I mean, I like to be fair, if you saw this, the internet discussions about this movie for ages, you know, for ages. So I knew it was going to make a lot of money just okay. because of people were like, even before it was confirmed, people were like, oh, man, I bet uh, there was leaks or rumors yeah. that uh, Tommy McGuire right. and the old and um, Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Garfield and other, some of the other cast or villains would be making yeah. a return, uh, which um, they do. Spoilers, of course. I mean, yeah. going into this, so there'll be some. Right. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was a pretty... Cool. It was entertaining. It, it, you I know. feel like you've kind of um, lessened your opinion on it. 
you know, listening at the yes, uh, one of our uh, favorite. F- favorite radio hosts <laughs> and movie critics, Nick DeGilio, had a rant on his new podcast uh, that <laughs> I mean, it's critical of the whole MCU kind of. Uh, <laughs> The, if not thesis, but business model, I guess you could say. Yeah. So he has he, some good points. He now. had some like, good points. Yes, I don't know. Yes. For, Very yeah, good point. Please, you know, you can go. go I was going to say, what were you going to say before? Then you, you you found it entertaining, but you found it entertaining. Entertaining, but you know, it's uh, a little too. Um, you know, I, 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 the thing I don't like is the whole multiverse thing. You know, it's, it gets what well, comics guy. Yeah, I know it's comics, that. comic stuff. But you know, yeah. I'm I'm back in from back in the days of Marvel when there wasn't all this multiverse stuff and everything. Back when I was, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a comic book story anyway. Okay, so yeah, yeah I guess anything could happen. You know, you, you don't have people being turned into. <laughs> super spiders and stuff like that which uh the liberty mutual commercial <laughs> gladly shows have you seen that one no no I the guy is saying he says hey this is a tie and it was actually the commercials are tying with no way home and he has a <laughs> spider on him he says hey this could give me my if you let him bite me I might get powers. You see a spider by and next thing you know, you see him being wheeled out on, on, a, on a stretcher. His face is all blown up. Trying <laughs> to get the powers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you make a good point where this is probably going to be the next couple of movies. Yeah, I, I see that. that right. So if you don't like that trend, get off now. Yeah, I, I didn't um, mind it with the Into the Multiverse. The, the, uh, I think it was done funny, though. It was huh? different. different style. Yeah. It was a bit charming. And yeah. Then, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think at this point now, uh, they're at this... Uh, my whole... I never really got into comics Yeah. as a kid as much, and then now I definitely haven't gotten into comics because it feels every time you read um, one, it builds off some previous knowledge of Sure. Uh, whatever. Right. Like, oh, you have to read like ten issues. Back. Like what? <laughs> what there? So, like for example, a while ago is you know Marvel Ultimatum, which apparently took place in a different Marvel universe right. from the original one, which is I think six one six. I'm trying to make. I, I'm trying to. As a kid, I was trying to make my wrap my mind. <laughs> What does this matter? Like, yeah, nothing matters in this yeah, one because right. it doesn't. Uh, this one, and it's just like what I feel like we're at that point now with the movies. Yeah. You know, where I have a friend who's just he telling he's like I can't get into them because there's just, they you have to watch the original the these other ones to really see what goes on in the next one. Yeah. And, and I keep saying that yeah. I'm just through with these superhero movies all together. But I've been that. to see uh, many of them. <laughs> I try to avoid a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what's your opinion? Me, uh, I, I mean, I thought it was good. I mean, I thought I liked it. Okay. I liked um, some of the parts that were, you know, I felt that it was an interesting type of. It it built, I think, about the the whole, you know, Spider Man's not like his no kill type of thing. I thought it was an interesting uh, movie where the conflict of the it is trying to save the villains and okay. rather staying well to defeat them, but also. To save them, you know, because mm. you know, some of these people are just like, fought, you know, like yeah. uh, they don't want these types of uh, powers. powers or issues, you know, issues. like um, 
Doc Green, Ock. Doc Ock. He's you know he went crazy. Well, because the arms pretty much uh, controlled him yeah. in the original one, and uh, Green Goblin, who you know unfortunately got exposed to that serum. Oh, right, the first right. one, and that's kind of and you see a bit of that play out in this one sure. too. Um, so it was nice seeing. I think uh, obviously, I think the two star villains were obviously going to be um, Doc Ock and um, Green Goblin. Right. In other ones, it doesn't really. The more I thought Sandman about Sandman and uh, Sandman, Electro from bad, yeah. ba- bad, bad Spider-Man movies, yeah. yeah. The, well, and not just that, but they also did, they didn't give him anything to work with. <laughs> uh, you have the wizard, right? He, the, for the most of the time, he you don't he's pinned up. Doctor Strange, yeah. No, not Doctor Strange. I'm talking about the wizard. Doctor oh, the lizard man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I forgot he's, about he, him. Like, yeah. the first right, because he doesn't have much to do. Yeah. He's in a. He's he's locked right. in the the, the, the cage. Yeah, the already. Cage. Yeah. And then he and then the next time you see him, he's locked in a van. Yeah. The next time you see him, they they uh, hear him pretty quickly or something. Yeah. Um, Sandman's whole thing was. It was interesting because uh, he wanted to get back, I guess. But to then his, story, his, yeah. his 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 twist between. Now I'm a bad guy. Kind of because remember, uh, um, it it turns out that um, Osborn's been you know uh, working against Spider-Man's goal, trying to cure these people. Remember in the whole flat scene, sure, at uh, the apartment, yeah, the apartment, and um, yeah, it's kind of just uh, it's weird because Side- Sandman just kind of. Uh, it feels like he just switches to being a bad guy. I'm yeah, right. To... There's no real motivation right, for him no to do that. There's no dialogue or anything. Right, right, right. He just yeah. does it. You know? uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and Intellectual's kind of... I mean, he always... It didn't really feel like he was... Uh, like, they were like, we got to cure all these guys. I'm like, yeah, but he's choosing to be bad. Yeah, so right. <laughs> and, and it's kind of felt to me like Jamie Foxx was just... Like I was telling you, my seemed like he didn't really want to be in this movie. He was just there to, for the paycheck, and they, you know, asked him because he, he wasn't giving any performance. Right, it, that's the, like, he was like definitely Jamie the flat. Fox. Right, exactly. He was definitely the flattest, I think, of the characters <laughs> there. And like a lot of people I saw were reading, and they're like, "Oh, Jamie Foxx is great in this movie." I'm like, "What the hell?" Are you? <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, no. hey, his performance in Baby Driver was, was better, better than, than that. Yeah, this yeah. seemed kind of phoned in. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's how I felt. You know. Uh, the CGI was kind of iffy. I know they had to reshoot some scenes. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, but other than that, I think it was interesting having that type of conflict trying to be to save them. Okay. You know? And definitely there were, I think the, um, the whole Aunt May scene was really well done. Mm. And the ending is kind of an interesting part to sure. leave it. Even though, like, uh, that's another thing that Nick DiGilio pointed out is that None of these things have consequences. <laughs> right. Like, that, I think, like, the ending, because, okay, so pretty much this is just going to spoil some stuff. Uh, Aunt May gets killed, mm. which I guess is supposed to be, like, the Uncle Ben moment. Right. But, I mean, Uncle Ben's already gone, so. Yeah. There is no uh, Uncle Ben. Yeah, exactly. This I'm like, so nice, shouldn't Uncle yeah. Ben have been the Uncle Ben moment? Yeah. But going off of that, it was really well done. It kind of, uh, and so later on this whole I guess spell and everything went wrong, so they have to erase Peter Parker's uh, everyone's memory of Peter Parker, right? And so his friends and everything, and the whole world forgets who he is, right? Which is an interesting way to weave it off, um, where just like his friends will just never remember him, which kind of sucks. Like this guy's aunt just got killed, and then all of his support, like his support group that would have been there to support him, is also gone. Yeah, but yeah. and 
and he kind of realizes he was going to, you know, you know, introduce himself again to his friends. But I think he realized when he saw the bandaid on Zendaya's MJ's head, he was just like, well, this is it's probably best to stay out of their lives mm. because it affects them in such a, you know, they end up and people that know about him end up getting hurt. Hurt. Okay. Well, I, I didn't, yeah, that's, that's, that's why because I remember, didn't she, think that, yeah. remember she has, yeah, like, I know. Her I, I know. Like, oh, it I doesn't, know. She says it doesn't hurt anymore. Yeah. She doesn't remember where she got it, but it doesn't right. hurt anymore. And right. that's where he's just like, uh, you know, being in her wife yeah. caused her this pain, but oh, now that she's it? out of it. Sure. It's well, I don't know. She'll probably be in the next. So, I mean, that's the thing, though. Yeah. That's, it's a great way to end up because right. it puts your character in a really great spot. Yeah. But then you were like, oh wait, they'll probably remember. They'll they'll form some type of, as Nick DiGiulio said, some BS way <laughs> to, so that they'll you know like this ending won't matter, right. and it won't. Really. That, and that kind of when I saw that, it made me kind of hate that ending a lot more. <laughs> Not hate it, but just dislike it because right. it would have been so much. More Better. meaningful if, if they it, just yeah, if they what, kept it, with that if yeah, they keep with that I got you but you know they're not going they're to not going probably to, yeah. they, the way they frame this he's like oh yeah they're, they're definitely gonna right. I don't know how magic they have a wizard now yeah, so it's like right. that uh, scene in The Simpsons when uh, <laughs> when it, with uh, it's uh, it's like it's I think Trias of Horror and uh, Doctor Frank Professor Frank is like asking. Uh, Lucy Wallace from a uh, uh, play Xena. She's like, oh yeah, what uh, what about when this scene happens? Like, oh yeah, whenever something happens like that, a wizard did it. <laughs> and I'm like, that's <laughs> and that's pretty much what they've gotten themselves into now. With okay. They could just be like, oh yeah, uh, whatever wizard. reason, uh, multiverse. Okay, uh, it's Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, which is kind of what Dick Gilio kind of said. There's like, yeah. there's no, there's no con- real consequences. Consequences, yeah. which. But I, of, yeah, I but think I feel like that's also kind of. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to break. No, it go on. I was gonna say that kind of feels like. Um, a lot of the comics kind of have that. Mm. Well, I mean, now or nowadays, now. maybe. I, I think there's a great guy on YouTube. Mac, well, not great YouTube. He's Max Landis. He mm-hmm. wrote a couple movies. He's son, uh, John Landis' son. son. Okay. Uh, he did like a really interesting video talking about uh, the death of Superman. It's on YouTube. It's got some. Um, it's interesting because it has. I think uh, there's obviously some actors in there. Not yeah. big name, but Elijah Wood, okay. Simon Pegg's yeah. makes an appearance in there. Right. But. Um, yeah, it's um, it just talks about how pretty much yeah DC in what was it in the eighties nineties they decided to just yeah, kill 80s. Superman. It, well, yeah, late eighties, early nineties, I think. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was I like think your de- mom and I were dating at the yeah. time. Yeah, and it was like the death of Superman, right. and it was this huge thing, and, and um, came back, and then they wrote him back. Yeah, and they made some BS reason. There. It was like, oh yeah, when uh, uh, Kryptonians they get the uh, the heck beat out of them, uh, they go into I guess a healing coma or something. <laughs> But anyway, he pretty much talked about how it kind of like ruined death in comics because mm-hmm. that meant that all these characters that have died all of a sudden start getting brought back too. And not just in DC, but like in yeah, Marvel, Marvel as well. Yeah. And yeah, there's just no consequences now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, this guy's going to die. Wait like 10 issues. They'll bring him back. <laughs> the same, and it's the same guy too. Like, okay, you have a new, so let's say you have like a new Captain America, right? Which happens in the movie, yeah. in the comics. And all of a sudden, I guess the original, original Captain America will also come back yeah. too. And she's like, "So what's the point of having the new Captain America?" That's I. That's why I just don't. Yeah, watch. That's yeah. why I don't read comics. Okay. One of the reasons it's just too yeah, confusing, I, I, man. I, I, <laughs> like, I don't care. Reason, I think, right. <laughs> but yeah. Um, overall, I thought the movie was good. Okay. But he, him pointing him was out, kind of. Got you thinking. Yeah, huh? and also the other thing is it definitely I think part of me thinks like a lot of it played on nostalgia. Well. 
part of it. No, part of it. A lot of it. <laughs> all yeah, of it. A lot of and it. it makes me wonder, like, if they didn't do that, like, if they didn't do those types of, uh, like, it, it's just one of those things where they wink to the camera. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a, I'm, I'm kind of a scientist myself. Yeah. Scientist myself, which is a joke that's on the internet. But hearing that in the theaters, yeah, I didn't really laugh. I just cringed. Jesus, <laughs> like, okay. are you kidding? Right. Uh, other people were laughing. I was like, "Good for you," but yeah. I, just, I just didn't find that funny. Um, yeah, and then it, it, it was just, oh yeah, the whole Andrew Garfield thing with like, "Oh, you're amazing." Oh yeah, was that like, was oh, really great, terrible. Yeah, that I'm was like, Jesus uh, Christ. Of course, grown worthy. Yeah, I feel like that's happened with a lot of older movies, which were bad, mm-hmm. and somehow became good to some people. <laughs> the prequels are a great example. People think to the, the prequels, Star Wars. Oh, yeah, uh, episodes one through three. Another good oh, example no, of people no. being like, "Oh, oh actually, these are really good." It's like, what oh, the heck? No. What are yeah. you smoking? Man? Right, yeah. those are bad movies. Yeah, I, you know, I grew up with them, <laughs> and they're bad movies. You know, like even when I was a kid, I don't think I ever. Well, I mean, I was a kid, so I didn't know yeah. any better. But now that I got into like maybe a bit older. Those aren't the movies I end up going to rewatch. Exactly. You know, I, I'll fast forward. Through, I think even as a kid, I'd fast through some of like the boring stuff and just maybe watch the action. Okay, and that was about it. I didn't pay attention to any of that right. stuff. I mean, I don't watch most of the Star Wars movies anyway, but still. <laughs> but yeah, so it's an interesting movie. It's interesting to see where they'll go from here. Right. Um, I don't know. And there's obviously a ton of. Uh, I mean, it's Disney and Sony, so they have to work out a deal. Yeah, but going off in nostalgia, you know, it's another bringing up that whole bit of like just ham-fisted nostalgia in mm, your face. Go ahead. You know, what's another franchise that does that a lot now. Star Trek. Oh, Discovery. Oh. That's a nice segue into like they've just started their fourth, yeah, fourth season, season yeah. and it's a bit better. But a bit better. But yeah, yeah but, they always do that type of like, hey, which make this. Uh, it started out as a prequel, but set before I guess yeah. Kirk's Enterprise, and. um it's gotten all right. I mean, how would you? For, I mean, it's halfway, th- not even halfway through the. No, I don't think. Season. Yeah, maybe halfway through ten episodes. I think they do. Yeah, it's so like a fifth cool. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I found the last episode kind of, kind of good. I, I, like I was telling your mother, there's one character I was glad she wasn't in this episode. My oh mom my just gave I hope she got killed off. Or she's something. not killed. She's probably. Uh, but remember, we already see she's gone. Remember they phased out. They're like, oh yeah, you want to join uh, Starfleet Academy as an instructor? Oh right, that's right. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's how insignificant she is to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, she really just got yeah. on my nerves. I mean, oh uh, man. So I was looking at when I watched this past episode. They have a um, they have a lot of clips and stuff, and they have clips of Tilly from the time she first started on Ensign Tilly from the time she first started on the show. She's like, she wasn't that bad at first, but she's just gotten more and more. I mean, she's always kind of. I feel like it's one of those things where it's an issue in the first one, but they don't really address it, and it just keeps going. Yeah. it's. I think I was joking to somebody after my friends, because they're huge Star Trek fans, and I'm like, I definitely don't want to serve on in this ship and everyone seems to be going through some type of uh emotional crisis like every day i'm like geez like this is it like imagine like trying to imagine some of the other cast like or other shows crew 
doing that. I mean, yeah, they had emotional crises and mm. everything that happened, but yeah. geez, you, they handled it a lot better. You think I feel so? Like, I don't know. I, I mean, think I don't in know. retrospect, you might look In retrospect, you're probably yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, there's this, I mean, I don't know. It's and Yeah, but I feel like it's uh, it's interesting how it's handled now, but I also feel I have to think of that a bit. I don't yeah. know where my mind is going. Maybe a bit later. But yeah, I mean, so the rating the shows. Uh, I know you said animated. you like the animators are great. They have the two anim- new. Yeah. So currently, because we're both huge Star Trek fans, I think. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I guess. Come on now, me. okay, you know, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've you watched. You and Mom showed me Star Trek. Okay, you can't like back out. Now. All right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like you're watching it every day. It comes out, so I'd say that's a pretty fan. Yeah, you're not going to you know. Right, uh, the current iteration. Yeah, I think we both kind of. Well, I haven't seen Prodigy yet, but I really like Lower Decks, and uh, Picard was a big disappointment for us. That was, I think, boy. If I had a whole episode <laughs> could just be talked about, I, because I liked it. I mean, it was great. It was. I didn't like it. I liked the idea, mm-hmm. and when it first started out, it was looked like it could go into interesting places, mm-hmm. and then they completely. Like, took that out back and shot it. So, you know. And then I think when it ended, the more I thought of it, I was like, ah, it was all right. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. And then the, the more I thought about it, I thought, that was, was really bad. bad yeah. You know, I, this was just, I don't understand how you could write something like this, yeah. man. Talented people behind Michael yeah. Chabon's a great novelist. Man. Yeah, He's the showrunner. I, I was just surprised. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> And it's an, yeah, uh, well, I think part of this is one of those things where um, Patrick Stewart had a lot of say because mm-hmm. they originally had a, a um, premise for him mm-hmm. and they wanted to, to go with that. We don't know what it is now. And then um, Patrick Stewart was like, oh, I'm not going to sign on. And then they came back to him and said, well, what do you want to, what would, what would it take to bring you on? What, what story do you want to see? And so I think a lot of the story that we have now is what he is what he wanted uh, could be i mean it's okay. this is this is just from hearing stuff so okay. it could be completely wrong mm-hmm. but yeah i mean looking at some of the decisions that were made in like the the, the next generation the movie one versions and seeing is that some of the bad decisions in those cuz those are just <laughs> those weren't good either uh, a lot of it came from like patrick stewart wanting to make it more like this action packed type of oh, thing it's okay. just <laughs> yeah um they just had so much potential man and <laughs> yeah <laughs> they just shot it uh next season's coming out though so oh. i'm not looking forward to that no um and then in other movies we just watched um don't look up don't look up that was pretty good i liked it it's uh it's a, a an a it's a comedy like a drama a sci-fi comedy about the apocalypse mm-hmm Apocalyptic satire. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, About, uh, directed by Adam McKay and written by Adam McKay right. and uh, David uh, Sirota. Uh, stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Morgan, Rob Morgan, Jonah Kate Hill, Kate Blanchett, yeah, Tyler Perry, Ron yeah. Perlman. A lot of Ron, people are in this. Yeah, a lot of people. And it's, um, right, Kid Cootie's also in it too. Yeah, whoever a, he is. Yeah, oh, Ariana Grande. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's pretty much the plot of it is it's on Netflix, so uh, definitely check it out. But so 
these two astronomers, well, Jennifer Lawrence is this PhD student at, I guess, Michigan State University, mm-hmm. and she's doing, a, um, and she's studying astronomy, and she notices this uh, comet, and then uh, do, her, she, so she tells like her uh, professor, played by uh, DiCaprio, and they both look at this, and they realize that it's on a trajectory to Earth. And yeah, to all of this, and they only have about six months. Six months, yeah. Yeah, six months and like fourteen days, something like that, right? Oh, that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's just kind of this interesting. It has a lot to say because I think it's very much a um, uh, satire about the current uh, well, climate, climate change. Yeah. About you know, so it's about like trying to get people to notice this thing. Politicians don't want to pay attention to it. The media tries to. Um, uh, not really take it seriously at first, mm-hmm. you know, or throughout the movie, they just kind of um, play it off as like, well, this is what helps uh, make it like the, the they uh, they play it off as kind of a loose type of happy go lucky type of yeah. thing, um, and trying to play both sides of it, like, oh, well, what about some scientists say this and everything, right? And <laughs> then I think one of the other things it also kind of has a bit of um critique i think of the current like oh political yeah yeah well the pandemic and that kind of had to actually be um re uh refilmed for those Mm -hmm. scenes Mm -hmm. go on no i said it had to be refilmed like to get that type of have that type of effect so like that whole don't look up they're trying to when the president's like sure yeah they're trying to control whatever that was those were scenes were filmed specifically because of the covid yeah so a little bit of Political media satire. a little bit <laughs> a lot yeah a lot yeah. it's very much some, and it's some people consider it heavy headed but I I I, lo- I like that yeah. those type of satires it, and Adam uh, McKay has been doing these things since uh, I think since well I guess you could say with Anchorman he kind of a little bit of that and uh, definitely with Vicky uh, Bobby uh, he did Talladega Vice, you know, with Vice yes and also in uh, the Big Short the Big Short and uh, the other guys yeah because that's a critique of that whole the, the whole system that led up to what co- caused the Big Short you know he, uh, within that comedy you know right he yeah did, he did have a whole bunch of stuff to say in that yeah. so he's been going in that way and don't forget He's also one of the executive producers of Succession. Ah. So, you know, he's he's got... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I felt surprisingly a lot of... Well, not a lot, but like the Rotten Tomatoes score is 56. Uh, Metacritic is at 50%. And I think a lot of people just felt it was, like you said, heavy-handed. But I felt that, you know... Sometimes that's kind of necessary, you yeah, know? I felt it held up a pretty good mirror to where this society is at at this point in time, right. considering uh, issues that should be dealt with more seriously, you know, yeah. and, it, and just how how it's handled politically and in the media and by, you know, by and people. things get, yeah, by people. Like you the know, fact gets, that these... Um, get, it gets caught up in political... Um, ideology yeah. when it shouldn't be, you know? Exactly. And um, I think that's the other... Like, you know, um, the fact that, you know, the, here's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, when they first air this, inform- leak this information on, um, what was it, like, the Daily Rip? 
Yeah. And he's trying to warn he's trying to warn everybody like this is serious stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like, all the tweets are talking about, "Oh wow, that guy's really attractive." And everything. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, that's that's how yeah, it is. And then when Jennifer Lawrence says, "You know, we're all going to die." And then, you know, just she mean. becomes a meme, yeah. Yeah, exactly. A joke and, to people. Yeah. Exactly. Her and boyfriend then, drops her right starts so uh, saying, "Hey, I used to go with this crazy woman." Like, how I slept with this crazy. crazy. Oh, he, make, he makes an article, right? right? An article about it actually. Um and the then, newspaper yeah. that actually got them on the show disc- even discredits their... Yeah, well, th- that was kind of goes with the whole... The, a lot of the media being... Right. It, it, when the whole climate change was being talked about, right. you know, you had scientists... Well, it's like, well, you guys said it was uh, 100%, and uh, these scientists are saying it's not. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just... That's the problem as... It, I, 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 I study science, obviously. I'm... I've been a bit of a scientist myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I took this um, communicating science class in um, with my professor, and yeah, it's just kind of it's one of those things about trying to connect mm-hmm. it with people. And I don't know how to do this. I mean, there's people talk about how to do it, but it's it's hard, man. Because a lot of people are like, "Well, you s-, even we see it now with the COVID." Sure. Where it's like, "Well, you guys, the scientists said, uh, they said all uh, this." It's like, well. They said this given this amount of information at this time. Mm-hmm. That changes as we're studying an ongoing pandemic. Right. And specifically with climate change, it's something similar. This is ongoing stuff. We don't know exactly what the, the, uh, effects, the effects will be. We know it can be devastating. It will sure. definitely sh- shift uh, uh, things on the planet. Um, and but it's spe- already doing it. <laughs> right. But, you know, we don't know specifically what that will be, you know, how this will affect uh, thunderstorms. Or, for example... Maybe this will release, maybe it shifts the patterns in the ocean, and we actually end up seeing this huge, uh, like colder areas in some places where not supposed to be cold. But mm. that's a fact of still global warming. So before people are like, "Oh well, you guys said it was warming. Why is it cooling?" It's like, look, just shut up and let the experts talk, dude. <laughs> God, jeez. I mean, and I think watching this um, movie kind of exemplifies that. This whole type of trying to. Like, it, these are big things, like yeah. big numbers, and it's a lot of Constant. graphs and everything. And then trying to simplify that down um, to a point where people can grasp understand, it. yeah, grasp it, while also trying to say, like, yeah, this is, you know, because uh, then people would be like, well, why is that 100% certain? It's like, well, because that's not how science works, dude. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's 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 a good movie. I like that. It's um depressing ending. Depressing. We all die. Much. <laughs> and yeah. It's, yeah. it's a good movie though. And I, I think like it was it. interesting. I was telling mom when we were watching it uh the um uh having Leonardo having DiCaprio as the uh one of the leads because mm-hmm. he's very he's done a lot of um climate change, you know, talks and stuff and trying to get stuff people like that. on board. People yeah. on board. Which, I mean, it's always funny when people are like, whoa, why don't you, he rides a, a jet? And it's just like, look, man. It's so much more than just that one guy doing it. <laughs> like, a, a, as you sit there with all your lights on, you know, and probably burning gas. So, like, chill out, dude. And eating meat. I mean, there's a... I want to get into politics. Okay. That's not... But, yeah, I mean, that was another good um, good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what else came out recently? Oh, uh, The Matrix. We haven't seen that yet. Oh, I haven't seen that. Uh, have to. We have HBO. Yeah. HBO. So that should be interesting. I mean, part because what is the uh, what's the reviews on that, man? 
Resurrection. Some, okay, kind of mixed, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised, man. I was, I was expecting it to not get. Uh, I mean, I don't know why, but yeah, it's at 66 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, 64 percent Metacritic. <laughs> right. But some of the other ones are like seven, and so it's like in the seven stars, six stars range. Okay. So. Uh, Whatever that means. I mean, you know. That means it's Look, cheering. I, 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 no, you know, I, you know, I, I yeah. know what it means, but I'm just saying. I'm no, just being yeah. facetious right now. Yeah. yeah. But once again, that's just opinion. So, yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought that I definitely did not have a fourth matrix? Well, from what I understand is that, um, and talking to, um, reading some, a couple, one review in particular, and see, we talked to my son, other son, Kimani last night. He said they mentioned uh, the Wachowskis did not want to do a remake. In fact, one of the Wachowskis just refused to have anything to do with it at all. Yeah. But Warner Brothers was going to go ahead and make this movie, whether they participated or not. So wow. they. Uh, so one of them. Yeah. That's why, because I noticed it said, and, uh, and it says even says something about that in the beginning of the movie for some reason. So that, it's kind of a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Here. I guess it was a bit of the directors just saying like, "Hey, this is gonna like we <laughs> we technically didn't want to be do this movie." She, she, yeah. They both yeah. have, I think. Yeah, uh, they transitioned. Yeah, which is, in, I mean, oh, so that's another interesting part. There's a guy. There's this channel on YouTube that does. Um, a lot of video uh, essays or video analysis. Mm. And he does an interesting one about um, the Matrix. He doesn't really talk, but it's kind of showing, it's having, um, I think one of the Wachowskis talk about after they transitioned and how they had to, you know, for a long time they navigated feeling, you know, this way. And then society was saying like, well, you have to do this. And, but playing that with the Matrix, Mm -hmm. which is kind of, and, Doing the parallels to that. Okay. You have to watch it because it does a lot of better job. But I don't much have to, but it's interesting. To, it's <laughs> no, interesting I'm just thing, kidding. But it's, I think it makes sense if you look at the fact also that we found out now that they actually did want to have in the original Matrix like a trans character. Oh, okay. Which, you know, the, I don't think the studio would have gone, unfortunately, would have gone for it at the mm. time. But I think they do in this present one. Right. I'd be surprised if they didn't. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's an interesting, it's, it's, um, let me, it's. I think the the, uh, the channel is now you see it, and mm-hmm. so it's and it's about and it's it's uh, the Matrix, a different perspective. Okay. So it's an interesting type of perspective, uh-huh. you know, about it. Okay. Um, and so yeah, what, what, you because you guys saw it the opening night, right? The original one. Well, you, yeah. Well, your mother's not opening night, but I think she saw she had. Well, yeah, she saw the original one shortly after the day after it opened, and then she was so hyped about it that when you and I came back from Milwaukee, where we were celebrating Sean and uh, Jackie and various birthdays, you were a little fella at the time. I think you were about four years old or something like that. I was a wee little lad. A wee little lad. Your mother said, we've got to see this movie. <laughs> and so we went that night and saw it. And yeah, yeah, just, uh, she said it was mind-blowing. And yeah, it was. It yeah. was. The first one was. I saw Yeah. Because I'm, oh, funny thing. Yeah, because that's like a great, I mean, geez, I feel like that's, you can't talk about like game-changing movies without talking about The Matrix. <laughs> yeah, you know? right, right. And I mean, that's another one that's been just so, 
reference. At least I feel like early 2000s, there were references. Yeah, well, it, it just influenced, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that influenced how action scenes were filmed. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. Another, on that same note, um, Dark City, right, is a movie I remember sure. that my mom, mom showed to me one night. Yeah. And she said it was like the, it, it's the Matrix before the Matrix. Right? Sure. Came out, what, the same, similar? I think the same year, yeah, maybe earlier look. that year or something like that. Yeah, also from uh, 1998, so yeah. Matrix came out in 1999, okay. right? I think you should know this, you were around. Yeah, so like I said, you were either three. So 99, you were three maybe then, okay. Yeah. No, yeah, 1999. Okay. So but it's also three. the same yeah. studio. But, you know, at the... Um, in the uh, the opening of the Matrix, when Trinity's running uh, from the agents on yeah. the uh, built tops of buildings, set same that's set. the same set as the as Dark City. Oh, okay, <laughs> when he's running on the city, it's a, it's a cool uh, thing. Just a bit of connection there. Oh, all right, you know, cool. But yeah, anything else you've seen? Yeah. Oh, we, we talk about that, well. Hey, we saw active. Vigil yesterday. Morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> How could we forget about that? <laughs> you know, a series, uh, another Scott, Scott Scottish. I think uh, my mom joked about. I don't, I don't really want to see go to Scotland because we yeah. the Shetland. There's this other show on it, Frit Box called a uh, Crime. Yeah, Crime. That is oh just, yeah, Crime. We forgot about that. One. That that is yeah. that takes, takes place out in of Scotland. You. Yeah, jeez, Edinburgh area. Yeah, um, and then Vigil, Vigil, which yeah. is um, takes place. Wow, well, takes Scotland, place basically, yeah. But on a yeah. uh, submarine. submarine. Uh, mur- well, they don't know it's a murder. At first, they think it's just a drug overdose, and they have a police officer. Helicopter into this nuclear submarine. And you have to understand, at the time, there's also people on land who are uh, anti-nuke, and they want to get nukes out of Scotland because they don't want... And so yeah. there's, there's a, a connection. There's a lot of connections. There's Russian term. intelligence and... Ru- America, you know, and America. It, be- it begins with this uh, trawler being hauled underwater, and the, the, the uh, fishermen just uh, perishing. You, you know, it's got co- uh, a, a submarine. First, you think it's the submarine that's the subject of the movie, but it's not. Yeah, that's on uh, Peacock. Right? Yeah, um, Vigil, good movie. Yeah, good series. Right? Yeah, as you Six can tell, we series. like to um, watch a good number of. Um, Either British or European uh, crime <laughs> drama shows. Yeah. They're great, man. And crime was, uh, ooh, that was an interesting one. Yeah. Everyone's f- John Sim and, um, oh, Douglas, Doug Ray Scott, who was in, I think, the second uh, Mission Impossible as a villain, as a detective, troubled detective. Yeah. <laughs> troubled detective. That's kind of, <laughs> all detectives and mysteries are troubled. Right, so exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, police detective he's not a private eye but it's um it's definitely a pretty gritty show gritty show oh, yeah uh yeah um but yeah there was, yeah vigil was um great mm-hmm. interesting i mean I, that's probably what are some other i mean we because we've been watching a ton uh, <laughs> oh man there's a lot of them <laughs> i've been uh, your mother still needs to see the rest of uh, Baptiste season two. She has to catch up with that. She has to also catch up with guilt also, but she doesn't seem to be any rush to get to that yet. So she's got a lot on her plate. <laughs> okay, she's knocking, so we'll, we'll drop drop that. What about a uh, 
Oh, well, a book that we've read. Oh, oh yeah. Trees. The Trees by Percival Everett. The Trees, Everett. Percival Everett. That's wow. another good... Um, That's a very good book. It's gotten a lot of great reviews. Uh, man, people familiar with Everett's work. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's kind of a murder mystery, but it's... Uh, Black Lives Matter tale, um, but you, it takes. It, it's it, kind of a bit of uh, American history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yes, um, no. It it deals with. Um, well, pretty much, it starts off with the uh, in the in the town of Money, Mississippi. Yeah, with uh, the, the dis- Mon- those who don't know about Money, that's where Emmett Till was Lynch. when he was lynched. He was in money visiting, right. so the two the, the descendants of, of that, uh, uh, yeah, uh, have uh, are killed in a similar way to Emmett Till, and there's a body of a battered black man found next to them, and uh, so it, it takes off from there, and then there's. Two detectives who investigate, two FBI, no, not FBI, MBI, MBI, Mississippi Bureau of Investigation detectives, black detectives, who are sent to investigate the scene, and uh, their banter is kind of humorous and... uh, But the the book is a great book. Yeah, Uh, it it, it starts out, I think, that way, but... Uh, we got, did that already yeah, yeah well, then, so. sorry we got a, a note from our producer uh, <laughs> but but all three of us have read it and it starts I mean it starts out with those killings yeah. and then it proceeds further and further on with um, different you know pretty much it expands to every um, sure lynching atrocity victim. well every person who has been lynched in this country yeah and not yeah, uh, yeah. Every, no, not yeah, just every, but yeah and it also not has just lynchings police shootings which uh, could be yeah considered lynchings yeah. yeah i mean there's a one chapter it's just a list of names yeah a list of names and it includes native americans asian Asians, americans just, hispanics uh yeah yeah pretty much anyone that wasn't white yeah is on that name well no there's also that was it, it was uh the um Oh, what's his name? But the uh, Jewish guy who was lynched in Atlanta back in the uh, 30s. Right, but I mean, that that wasn't considered white at the time. Well, okay. I mean, at at the time, you know, like Jews were still, Jewish people were still seen as an underclass and not given these types of things. Anybody that was pretty much persecuted in America, which it's a lot of names. It goes on for a while, if if you know the history here. Sure. Yeah, and... I mean, it's it's a, it's a Native great... Native Americans, yeah. yeah. Wow. It? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's a really great book. The ending is really interesting. I mean, and it, it's... it's Yeah. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really uh, heavy book. It's a, it's, it's a heavy book, but a good read. It's a good... No, that's right. There's humor in it. Uh, it's a... It's a it's a fast read. It's satire. Yeah, yes, I think mom just told you. Yes. So if you have a chance, check out that book, Trees, Percival Everett. The Trees, Percival. Everett. That's his latest novel. It's gotten great reviews. Yeah, and you mentioned saying I think when we after we had like a bit of a talk on it, like this would be 
was it you or somebody other review talking about like this would be the book that would put him in oh yeah well certainly a lot of reviewers were saying this would put him in the must read category because up to this time even though he's written books I mean he's got like I don't know how many books out but he's many novels this is uh they feel that this should put him in uh the uh, running of a noted great American novelist but um Right for a small press, he doesn't really care to <laughs> publish with uh, the big commercial houses. I think he started out when he first his first novel, first couple of books were published by one of the commercial houses. That was when they would do it, taking chances on young upcoming writers, and um, so you know he's he's comfortable doing what he's doing. He teaches at USC, and. Uh, He's, he doesn't do many interviews. I'm surprised. It's, I think with this book, he's done more uh, public interviews than he's done in the past. Even though there's a book called Conversations with Percival Everett, where the running joke throughout all these interviews is, you don't do many interviews, do you? And so, <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Yeah. And this, yeah, it just came out, well, this year, September 21st. Right, so September. It's a very modern, or... Yeah, current current book. release, and so it's interesting too. Like we have so many, I think a lot of discussions about this. Yeah, and so yeah, uh, definitely give it a read. Please do. I mean, you know, add it to your list. Yeah, still want to start out the new year with a uh, 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 book recommendation. This would be it. Yeah, you know? the trees. Yeah, and then <clears throat> sorry, I have, a, I have a bit of a cold. I guess. All right, like. but yeah, I mean, well, we're. I mean, coming up on an hour, I guess. Okay. So you wanted to do a quick rundown of your favorite holiday movies, right? Yeah, there. sure. Uh, and <laughs> this should have come out before Christmas, but hey, you know, watch them now because it's still kind of Christmas, obviously. I'm trying to think, a Christmas story, obviously. No, okay. is in no order of preference. No, no, no. Christmas story, Elf. Okay. Which we just watched both of those recently. It's yeah. still great. Um, uh, it's funny with um, uh, the scenes in New York. I think mm -hmm. I told you this before. Yeah. Uh, with uh, with um, Will Ferrell <laughs> running around, uh, you know, in an elf costume. In an elf costume, <laughs> and that shot, like, we're, so when you see everyone's uh, reactions, just like random people in the street, that's actually real. They they didn't tell anybody <laughs> what was going on. I thought it was funny when he's going in the, around the. Uh, a revolving door, and you can see the doorman inside. He's really getting upset, right? <laughs> yeah, I think um, that wasn't an actor. It's like he runs to the front when he sees it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, the uh, the um, with the gum scene, also with the. Uh, <laughs> I, th I think I read something that that was actual gum. Oh, I hope the not. I hope. They might put the, put gum, the gum there, there. there but so. still. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, and then um, with Christmas Story, it was great. Watch I mean, these are great. I've seen them probably uh, a ton as a kid. Yeah. And now as an adult, it's watching them, you get... You have a different perspective. Like when the... <laughs> when, the uh, when the guy's in the... Uh, when, when, when Buddy's in the elevator, there's an elf, and he's just hitting all the buttons. Yeah. And then the other guy's just like, yeah, like, <laughs> that's exactly how I think now I would, I would, re I would react if I had to happen. I'd be like, oh, you know, hey, <laughs> going to work. What are these guys? Yeah, exactly. That's pretty, hey, you know, I ride the L, so that's pretty much me. Where I'm just like, okay, <laughs> kind of crazy. 
Uh, Christmas Story, <laughs> that was great, too. Um, you told me of something in there that when you were little, you didn't... Uh, well, maybe it wasn't. I mean, there was. I mean, when the, with the lamp. I didn't... Yeah. As a kid, I didn't uh, really get the whole... Like, okay. Why is this big deal? It's just the lamp with the leg. And then now I'm older, and I'm like, oh, it's that type of leg. <laughs> and so, uh, with, when, he's, when, he, when he's down there... When the dad's down there in the uh, trying to fix the furnace, furnace, and she walks to the front, oh. and um, I never noticed that she smirked when he was down there before I noticed. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, there is a. I did tell you that funny story. I think I told you recently, because um, you know when he cursed, he said that old oh, fudge, and yeah. it was supposed to be whatever. Right. And uh, his mom puts like a bar of soap in his mouth, and um, he's just like, yeah. And I'm like, ah. right. and as a kid, I saw them like. Probably not that bad. You know, soap's probably not that bad. <laughs> so I actually went and I took a shower later and I put a bar of soap <laughs> so in my mouth. And I was like, oh, it's not bad taste. It's pretty good. Not good. It's, not it's good. all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Die Hard. Of course, Die you can't. Hard. I mean, that we watch that, I think, almost all the time. Yeah. Uh, so, that I mean, for anybody that wants to say, who oh, this is not a holiday movie. It's, it's pretty like, much so, yeah. Not Die Hard 2, even though Die Hard 2 takes place on Christmas also. And yeah. Snow and everything, but it just uh, <laughs> doesn't have that flavor. Right, man. <laughs> trying to think of other ones. It's been a while. Well, Christmas. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, especially the English one with Alistair Sim. See, I want to see that on stage. I would love to see it. I mean, oh, well, you know. Yeah, well, I next time. Next I'll time. Next year, maybe we'll do that. Oh, uh, I remember. Yeah. That's but, always uh, good. Yeah, the, I, I really like the Alistair Sim version of Christmas Carol. Even I, I did watch the MGM version, which is uh, from 1938. It's kind of short. It doesn't hit the high points that the uh, Alistair Sim version doesn't have. Eh, you know, acting's all right. You know, it changed the story around a little bit. But uh, it, it's always, it's a, it's a nice little story. I haven't seen, you know, I, I, ha I have not been able to watch any of the uh, later versions like Scrooge with Bill Murray or um, the George C. Scott version that came out in, I think, the uh, 80s or even the um, Patrick Stewart version, I think, came out in the early aughts or whatever. So uh, so I can't really comment on those. But, uh, yeah, Christmas Story. There's, I mean, Miracle on 34th Street's another good one. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. Go ahead. What was there was I remember this distinctly as a kid and I for whatever reason I always forget what to ask you about it but now that we're talking on there what was it was like a it was a Russian sort of story it was like they got these uh oh these like, these guys, like, like Santa's this thing yeah. that eats kids right finish <laughs> I think it's a finish, finish movie um oh wow I, I remember you rented that from the library yeah. <laughs> right oh yeah, it was interesting because yeah it was a built they built the movie on off their short uh, Santa Santa rare rare exports yeah that's what it was rare exports that was yes. that was <laughs> that is a good movie rare I about, and the funny thing is I didn't we were I was at a white Christmas party this past yeah. Uh, we and somebody and we were they were talking about rare exports because some guy gave it to him on a flash drive as a present. Okay, and I did not make the connection, and now I'm like, oh, that's that's the yeah. movie. It's actually about Santa's. Yeah, <laughs> it's not about, but yeah, it's, that's a wow, that's a weird one. Yeah, rare exports. Yeah. Santa Claus is uh, 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 
He's uh, a bit more vicious. Yes. He eats kids. He eats kids. That's that whole uh, Finnish tradition or whatever. I think Norway, whatever. Yeah. I forget where it's so, from exactly. I'd put that down as <laughs> as a good Christmas movie just because, you know, now I got to watch it again, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> was, I remember you showing that to me. <laughs> Man, I think half the movies that I know and love that are like really small, weird movies are because I've shown to you, you or mom. <laughs> but both of you have sat down and were just like, "Yeah, hey, you're gonna watch this," and I'm like, "Oh, cool, well, and, okay. yeah, <laughs> all right." Any any other? Uh, oh man, um, there's some I I can't remember. Yeah, that's weird. On another note, what was the uh, what was uh, the, the Santa Claus that movie where the where the man the, the, I saw a part of it. It was like in 1994. Oh, Santa Claus, yeah. Kill, uh, the guy kills Santa because he falls off his roof by accident. Right. And then he becomes I Santa. Right, I never... Yeah, Tim, Tim Allen. Allen, yeah. You know And he did a couple of those, didn't he? I think so. I remember the first one. I, I had a problem with that movie. I didn't... You know what I've my problem with it. that? I, you know what I didn't like about that? What? Here's this guy who all of his, Just because... Santa fell off his roof. Mm-hmm. He now has to become Santa. Okay. You know how much bad of a situation that would be. <laughs> you know how much uh, w- he has going for him in this other life. It's like, well, you're Santa now. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be Santa. Right. So I always kind of, ha- as a kid, I was just like, that sucks. That's kind of sad. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember if he gets his original life back. I'm like, uh, I, I don't can't... think so because th- th- he made a couple other movies where he was still Santa Claus. Yeah, I, I can't. I remember. I remember as a kid, I'm like. This sucks, dude. <laughs> I want to watch this movie. Right. <laughs> this is but you went guy. to this? Did you go to the? No, sh- I don't remember. It probably had an H- yeah, Probably had cable at the time yeah. or something. Uh, I can't imagine me wanting uh, to rent that. <laughs> I do remember you taking me to the theater to see The Grinch. The Grinch. The oh, and that was lousy, boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. I was so. I said, "Oh my God." Why do I take my son to see this bad movie? Because you're a parent, and that's what parents do. Yeah, it was on Thanksgiving, I think. Yeah, it was that. something. Yeah. Would we meet mom afterwards or something? Cause she probably. Because it was she, that she theater was probably, downtown. Yeah. Like right kind of close to uh, the Tribune, Tribune Town. Yeah. yeah. What used to be the Tribune Town. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still. It's, yeah, it's towers, Tribune Towers now. But can, them, can buy a condo. Uh, but, yeah, that was... Uh, I mean, I don't really remember. I yeah. haven't seen that in ages. I don't plan to see it anymore no. time soon. Yeah, that uh, was bad. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, those are at least the Christmas movies. <laughs> the Grinch, uh, though, Christmas. Yeah. There's a ton more. Yeah, I'm sure. sure. Uh, Some I like. Uh, Christmas in July. It's not really a Christmas movie. Uh, remember the night. Groundhog Day is not a Christmas movie. No, it's, it's <laughs> our director. It, uh, remember the night, which out. is a comedy from uh, back in the late '30s. Preston Ma, Sturges. Ma, do you want to come here and give uh, your list of Christmas movies? Our director is uh, is uh, gonna give a couple words about Christmas, some Christmas films. Well, I really don't have any favorites. I do like Elf. And Miracle on 34th Street and The Christmas Carol. I also like the one they run every 15 minutes. Sometimes it's a wonderful life. Oh, right. I forgot yeah. about that. I know there's a few others, but I can't think of them right now. 
of course. How could yeah. we forget about uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful life. life? Especially because that has one of my favorite uh, <laughs> lines of dialogue. Oh. All right, out you pixies go. <laughs> when he throws them out of the Through farm. the window. Through the, through the door, door out, out the, the window. window. Yeah, Sheldon Leonard. Yep. Yeah, what's, what's, what's a favorite line of yours from a Christmas movie? Oh, it's a wonderful life. That, no, not from Mr. Oh, from a Christmas Carol. It's a poor excuse for picking a man's pocket the 25th of December every year. What about yours? Because the one you wrote on uh, Christmas in Hollis. I love that. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I think that's a uh, that that's that's a wrap. All right. So. So see you next time. Definitely we'll be trying to stay on a bit more of a schedule or work how this goes, you know. All right. <laughs> That's it. Just all right. You're like the guy from Alien. He's well, like, know, well, every time, everything you says, you just say right. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, uh, you know, hopefully your friend, yeah, no, our, yeah. your your co-host my, my, yeah my friend that that yeah. one guy that's part of our family yeah. what could his name be <laughs>